Welcome to the Pro Church Marketing Podcast. Are you a church leader or nonprofit director that wants to reach more people online? If so, you're going to want to listen to what John O'Long has to say about the latest trends in online marketing for churches and faith based nonprofits. Here's your host, John O'Long. So, <clears throat> hey, everybody. Um, Jono and Melissa here with FaithWorks, and so we are, today is part two of the 2024 Guide to the Google Ad Grant for Churches, and last week was all about how to get the grant, and this week is going to be, uh, we're going to be talking about and showing you what to do, like how to get started once you actually have the grant and you're ready to run some ads uh, and so Melissa's got some good stuff there. I'll just be asking questions because she is like infinitely more knowledgeable about this than than I am. She is the pro. <clears throat> so I'll be learning with you. Um, but real quick, back back to last week. Um, and this is kind of a curveball, Melissa, but somebody left a comment last night because I posted a video clip from last week on social media and uh, somebody left a comment. Um, and it wasn't like super critical. It was just like their opinion. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'll read it to you because, uh, or you may have saw it, but I thought, I thought it was worth um, maybe responding to. Um, maybe I shouldn't read it. I don't know. So, so this was, they said, generally speaking, I feel like Google ads could be a, a waste of time for small to medium sized churches. First of all, you need to have at the very least a part-time position dedicated just to the ad grant. Secondly, a church can see, achieve pretty good listing with a well-put-together website. I don't know what they meant by listing. And use of the, or maybe the Google business profile listing. And use of the free tools already provided by Google. Finally, if every church tries to take advantage of ad grants, they're just saturating the market and it can make it even more difficult to get clicks. Again, just my opinion. So, um mm. I, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. So the first part of it was they said at the very least you need a part time person just focused on on running the ads. And so um, I think we did kind of mention that last week. We talked about it, it is a lot. Yeah, it's it's you need yeah. some. I don't think you need a part time employee, um, but you do need somebody that's learning it with their head around it. Um, and and of course, this sounds like a plug for our business, but I mean, that's why like we exist because we're way, we can get results and we're way cheaper than a part-time employee. Anything, what, what's your thought there? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, I think it also depends on what you want to get out of it. So <clears throat> I think that a church could get it and watch a watch a couple of videos, watch some of our videos and get the very, very basic bare minimum and get some traction. I don't think they're going to get the full benefit. Whereas if they had somebody that knew what they were doing, that could, you know, run campaigns that are kind of out of the box. So I think it just depends. Like, yeah. Do you want to just set up, you know, one kind of campaign and, and spend a few hundred to, dollars a month. If that's all you can do, that's still something. That's how I feel. Like, do yeah. I want you to hire us or hire somebody else or figure out how to do it? Yes, because I believe in the grant, but I do think you can do it yourself. I just think if you're not dedicated, then you're not going to get the full benefit of it. Yeah. 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 So 
Secondly, a church can achieve pretty good results with a well-put-together website and the free tools already provided by Google. I would say, yeah, that, that's probably true. You can you can show up pretty well if you do a, a good job with your website and, and do some optimization. Again, but that's another thing that like to really get the full benefit of the free tools, <clears throat> you need somebody that's dedicated to it, that's putting some time into it, that's optimizing the website, that's cranking out content, that's uh, you need to be getting Google reviews and stuff. Um, but but since there is a grant that there and there are ads that you can run, I mean, it's just it, it's I don't think it's either or. I think the ads just are add kind of jet fuel to what you're what you're doing with Google's free stuff. Um, right. And then I, I would say with as far as if a lot of churches are taking advantage of the grant, saturating the market, um, that'd be the one I probably disagree with the most just because and, and tell me tell me what you think about this. And this may be a dumb angle, but I feel like, well, the truth is a lot of churches aren't taking advantage of it, but just because a lot are, doesn't mean that's not a reason not to do it. Um, right. No different than, Hey, there's already, if I had a plumbing business, Hey, there's already a lot of plumbers running ads. I guess I'm just not going to even bother. It's a bidding war. Um, if, if more churches are doing it, um, it's not going to reduce the amount of clicks you get. It's going to reduce, it's going to just increase the cost per click. I, I, right. right. So. And uh, yet another reason to have somebody that knows what they're doing, because they'll know how to set up the campaigns and the ads so that your church will show over a different church kind of, or over a different, you know, not that I'm trying to like pit churches against churches, but it's the same thing then, I guess. So if you can use the free Google tools and have the SEO and all of that, should you not do it because every other church is doing it? Like it's kind of the same thing, right? Like it's a free tool from Google and it's a good one and you should use it. Yeah. I, I mean, if you, and if you carry that all the way out, it's like, well, man, every church has got a website. Now the internet's just full of church websites. I might as well not even bother having a church website. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I just, that I don't I don't think that's really a, a legit. Yeah, I mean I I can get where like the thought process, but yeah, I think I'm with you. I I disagree with that one. Yeah. All right. So I thought it, I thought it was um, somebody put some thought into that response, and yeah. I thought it deserved a, a response from us, and and I thought it was good good uh, engagement interaction there. So anyway, cool. So all right. So so moving along, um, let's pretend like you're if you're you're watching this, you've got the grant. Um, and, and I, suppose, uh, th I think a lot of what we'll talk about over the next few minutes too, could be, uh, relevant, even if you don't have the grant and you just want to start running some ads and maybe your church said, Hey, you can spend $200 a month on Google ads or something. And, and so I think this will be relevant to that, uh, for the most part too. Uh, so we want to just take you through, um, creating kind of a basic campaign, and so you can start spending some money, whether it's the grant or out of the pocket. Again, we're, we're focused on the grant here. Uh, and, and I would say um, that, again, we don't have time to go into every possible campaign you could do because you do want to, to get creative. <clears throat> and a lot of the churches that, that we work with have come to us already having the grant. And, and then out of frustration, they had, they had tried, <clears throat> well, they had tried managing it on their own. And maybe just didn't have the person or didn't have the time to dedicate to it and learn it. And so six months down the road, they've only been spending 50 bucks a month and, and, you know, they're leaving $9,950 on the table every month and they want to get the maximum usage out of it. So they're like, Hey, please help us spend some of this money. And, and so 
to do that, I mean, spending $10,000 is, is pretty difficult. It's, it's not mm-hmm. easy to do. So you do have to get creative with it. So, you know, one campaign alone is not really going to cut it. You, you know, you need to, whether it's special events or um, sermons, videos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But let's not stuff. get too much into the weeds because we're going to overwhelm people. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. I think you're absolutely correct. Um, what we're going to do today is I'm just going to qu- kind of quickly and uh, walk you through um, just one campaign. And then, yeah, after that, we can kind of talk about later, maybe in the future, we can get into some other ones that will be good ideas for you. But I'm, I'm going to share my screen and then. Um... Was that your friendly way of saying be quiet, Jono. I'll take it from here. <laughs> but you know what? Yes. I... Yes. It was. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm going off of you guys have applied and gotten the grant. If not, um, I have a, we have a video if you need like step by step how to actually apply for the grant, but I'm assuming that if you're watching this video today, you have it. And so you're going to go to google.com slash nonprofits and you're going to click sign in. Here's the thing with the grant is. But you do, we do have a really good video of you telling, taking people through the steps of, uh, we have last week's uh, live stream, but then we also have a video that you just made that like is a little more detailed than even the live stream, walking people through it. Uh, we'll put that up on YouTube. We'll put that on our website and stuff. So you can, you can find that easily there. Yeah. And the thing is like with, with Google grant, the more you do it, you'll find that there's like different ways to do it. So, so you might watch some things or you might kind of have dabbled this, be like, well, this is not how I do it there. This is the way I do it. So just so you know, like sometimes there's different ways to do it, but I just wanted to be clear. So this is how I get there. I go to google.com slash nonprofits and then you, then you'll have your account and you'll click continue and it's going to take you to your Google ad grants right here, which again, you're going to sign in or click sign in. And then you're going to click the one that you need. And today we're going off of just one that um, kind of an example, one that I can show you. <clears throat> and Google will make you wait for a minute. And then you're it's going to pull you up to this, this screen right here. And if you're brand new like this, you just got this, you're not even going to see this right here. It's just going to kind of be some information. But what's what will be and what's important is this blue button right here that's new campaign. And again, there's different ways. You can go over here and go to campaigns and get to it that way. But to me, this is just the easiest way. So you're going to do that and then click new campaign. And then my, what I would advise is to do the create a campaign without goals guidance for the grant, um, especially just starting out this, this is the best one. And then you'll see on my screen, they don't give me any option except for search because for the grant, the only thing that, that we are technically allowed to do is search. So sometimes um, I've noticed on like if I'm on a different browser, I have the option to click one of these. But once you go through it, Google is going to um, reject it. So you're going to click search. And then probably when you do it, you won't have any of this right here. So we'll just pretend that that's not there. Or you might have page views. That's what I think is the best for right now. 
And then what you're going to do is you're going to pick one of these. What is it that you want? What's the results you want from, from your campaign? Are you wanting people to get to your website? Are you wanting phone calls? Are you wanting app downloads? No, but, um, but maybe so websites is, is normally the one that I would tell you to choose. And then you're going to put in your website. So whatever your church's website is. Okay. And then and you're going to name your campaign. Now the campaign that I'm going to walk you through today is one that I call branded. Um, you can call it whatever you want. Google does not care. They're not going to penalize you on the name. Whether you make a name and then you change it, that is one thing they don't care about. This is for clearly for your information. Once you have many campaigns, you want to be able to go back and look and know, oh, that's what that one is. So I do branded because the first campaign that I set up is going to be your name, basically. So your church, if your church is Calvary Baptist, that's, that's the brand name. So, and then you're going to click continue this I already have. So it, yours won't do that, but you're going to click start new and then it's going to so, bring you to this. Can I, yeah, real quick, like what, if somebody's thinking, okay, why would I need to run ads for my church that, that are all about my church name and branded? If people are looking for my church, isn't it going to show up at the top of Google anyway? And, and the thinking behind that is, well, like if you haven't done SEO and, and you're not really ranking at the top, and there's a lot of reasons that may be the case. And, and I bet people are probably frustrated because they you, you've gone and Googled yourself and you're like number five, even when you search your own church name and you're like, what right. the heck? And so one of the things that this is doing is ensuring that, you know, every time someone's looking, especially when they're looking specifically for you, uh, that they find you easily yeah. at the top. Um, even if they misspell your name or they kind of, they kind of can't remember exactly what your name's like. So am, am I on track there? Yes, it's exactly right. Because the thing about Google ads is it, it is supposed to be somebody is searching for something and, and they need to find it. So it, you're right. If they're searching, either they know that they're searching for your church, then you want it to pop up first, or they are searching they somewhere along the lines of your church or your organization, and you want it to pop up. So that that is why you do it. What you said is exactly the right answer. Um, for bidding, what you're going to do is, so your options are going to be conversions or conversion value. But to begin with, you want to go with conversions because there's not enough data yet for the conversion value. So you just want it. Conversions is really just the best way to go. You're not going to click set a target cost. We're not going to do anything with that yet. And same, you're going to leave that blank. And then you're just going to click next. Now here, you can't click these, which is great because we're not allowed to for the grant. But like I said, on on some, depending on if maybe you're kind of have old, um, like you're, you're not updated on your computer, it might already be clicked like a blue check mark. And if it is, you want to make sure to unclick that. Now, because for the Google grant, we can only do um, the search. We, we can't include these two. That, that's why I just want to make sure I'm explaining that. The next is locations. And this is where you're going to enter who you're trying to target. So let's say like for us, for this organization, I'm going to do all of United States because we are a national organization. But if you're a church 
in let's say Athens, Georgia, then you're going to want to make sure to enter that location. So you're going to do Athens and you can see it'll pop up here. And what you can even do even more is you can go into this advanced search and you can go by radius. So you can do 20 miles, 10 miles, however you want the area that you want to target people. This is where you would do it. And it's pretty important because you want to make sure you're targeting the right area so that if somebody's searching church near me and your church pops up, you want to make sure that they can find you and not, not that they're in a different state or, or that. <clears throat> and then the other thing is it's going to automatically do this presence or interest, but you're going to want to click this one, which is people in or regularly in your targeted location. Cause you want to make sure you're targeting that location. Um, English is going to be the first thing that pops up. And if you need Spanish or a different language, but for all purposes today, we just need English. You're gonna leave that as off and then you're gonna click next. And then here it's, we're already setting up our first ad group. This is where I would probably just say pure brand. And that's just, again, so I know this is like my pure brand campaign. I have the, the website in here. And a lot of times when you pop your website in here, it's gonna populate a lot of keywords that really are not relevant. So you'll probably have to delete them if it does. What we're doing for the brand campaign is it, go ahead. Well, real quick. <clears throat> so like, we, what's the difference between campaign and like now we're into ad group? What, what's the difference between campaign and ad group? So the campaign is just, it's like, it's like the account. It's like the main. Mm, like the gosh, top level you... hierarchy of. Yeah. And then, and for each campaign, you're going to have like two, you're going to have an ad group and then you're going to have an ad. And it, it sounds like that, but in reality, it's kind of all just, it feel like when we're done, you're going to be like, but I only did one thing, but it's just the way that they say it's like a hierarchy. It's just the way that Google knows how the campaign and then under each campaign there's ad groups. And then you have ad groups for each of that. And different different of, things are set at the different levels. Like at the campaign level, um, I think you set like the targeting yes. of the and, location. And you don't set that at the ad group level um, right. because we may have a different ad group <clears throat> under the campaign. Like, well, if, if we were going to have, and, and maybe I'm getting out in the weeds here, I'm just trying to anticipate questions. Like, why would I have two separate ad groups? Maybe <clears throat> if the campaign is like, I don't know. What 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 are a couple well, of things? When you have to, to be compliant, you have to have two ad groups. So that's just the, the main and real answer. Um, but it's because like, for instance, we're going to do an ad group right now. That's just the church's name, but then the, but then the next ad group you would do like, um, oh gosh, you could do their, the church is kind of like mission or, or it, It'd be easier if we just walked through it but um well, let's do, yeah 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 that no that makes sense okay let's just yeah because otherwise it's that's what I'm, this is where it's so hard because it's like we're going to try to teach something that takes most people a really long time to learn in a really short amount of time but we're we're going to do the best that we can okay so what you're going to do is for this one specifically it and it doesn't actually right here it doesn't matter if it's um capitalized or not i just often do um so here it's Open Arms Ukraine because that is the organization and we're going to do it. 
um, broad, phrase, and exact. And that's a whole nother video of what that is. But basically the keywords is exact match. So when somebody searches, if, if you only have exact match, it's like they have to say exactly your church's name or phrase match would be like similar. And broad is like anywhere near anything with your church. So we want to make sure that for this one specifically, we do um, broad, exact, and phrase just of the, the name of your church. If Does that make sense? So is that why you're putting it in quotation marks? Yes. So the one without quotation marks is um, broad. This one is phrase and this one's exact. Um, the other thing you can do and um, is if you have a church or something that people often spell wrong, or, you know, there's there's just a, there's a word in there that like, it's easy to misspell. You want to put that in here too, because you want, when somebody types that out, you want to pop up for that. So that's kind of the only time you really want to put something that's not spelled right, but th that's when you would do it here. Um, this is going to give me that because I didn't type in the HTTPS, but you want to make sure your, your website has to be secure. Like we talked about last week, ours is, I just hadn't typed it in there. Okay. Display path. Some people don't use this. Uh, they just, I think it's purely out of laziness or they just don't think it's important, but basically it's just something that's going to show up um, in, in your URL, in the URL on the ad. And I am of the mind to use it. So here it's like, you can just do, because yeah, we're it's, about it's kind of like if <clears throat> rule of thumb, if you've got an opportunity to take up space on Google, take up the space, you know, right. own, own as much of the real estate as you can. Cause the more stuff you add and fill out, the more room you take up on Google when your ad shows up. And so, you know, you, you could get an extra line out of this. You could get a little bit of extra width. So you're just trying to take right. up as much room as possible. So fill out, fill out everything that Google will let you fill out. Yeah, because you have to. So the next is headlines and you only have to fill out three, but and, and we're not going to fill them all out today due to time. But see here, you can even add more and. And I, when I set these up, I, I literally use all of them, um, but we're, we're not going to today. But so the first, when we're doing this brand campaign, the first headline is I would use open arms Ukraine and you would do your church as long as um, sometimes you have to be creative on here because you can see here, I've used 17 out of 30 characters and that is a hard, that's a hard like limit. Like you cannot go over the 30. So the first so Baptist you, church of Atlanta yeah. is not going to fit in there. So, you oh. know, it might need to be like FBC Atlanta. That That's yes. right. Yes, that's exactly right. So, and then, <clears throat> and then the other headlines are going to be things that are relevant to your church or, you know, so here it'd be like, uh, help, help. Ukrainian or help Ukraine. I can spell, you know, things that this organization does. And the second one could be like donate to the war relief. And so if it's, if it's for your church, it, you know, could be as simple as we're saving a seat for you. Um, if you're a Baptist church, it could be, you know, Baptist church near me. You just think things that are relevant to your church and your mission that's that that's what the headlines are but again come up but with as first... many as possible i think when when we have churches one of the first things that we see when someone's coming to us and saying hey 
We've been doing these ads. We're only spending $40 of the grant every month. And then you get in here, they've only done one headline. They haven't filled out. So they, they haven't taken advantage just because, you know, just maybe didn't put a lot of time into it. Didn't know what to do. Didn't watch right. video. So give Google some options. Yes, that's exactly right. So that, those are going to be your headlines. Then you're going to come down to your descriptions. And same thing, you only have to use two, but there are four. And again, use all four of them. You don't have to use all 90 characters on each one, but use all four. And the descriptions, for a good one for a church that I, I like to use, is your Sunday service times. Put, put that on there. And then put... Um, like a little bit of like what your, what your mission is, you know, we believe da, 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 da. that's up to 90 characters, who you are, who you welcome, who you just things that are kind of going to pop out, um, on an ad that somebody would look at and be like, Oh yeah. It's, it's like things that grab you. Um, those are, description it's just, it's describing who your church is basically. And then the business name and logos doesn't matter. Okay. So then site links is the next one. And this one you have to have four of them. And what you're going to do is you're going to hit create. And by the what, way, sorry to keep interrupting here, but like, I, I don't, for me, like I, I kind of run out of creativity when I'm trying to fill out those blanks. Like, so um, like chat GPT, that's uh, if you're comfortable with chat GPT, like, you know, go hop in there and say, Hey, I need some headlines. <laughs> I need some inspiration for descriptions for my church and, and, you know, see what's yeah. out. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great idea. Um, so the site link text is basically, I, I go off of the URL first. So on your website, um, you're going to have tabs at the top. And let's say the first one is about us. So that I would put here about us because it's showing you who your church is. Right. Um, and then the description, the description line is going to be 35 characters of describing, you know, kind of like a Again, a call to action or something catchy that gets people interested in who you are. And then the final URL is that about us page. Each of these site link, um, each one has to have a different URL. So you can't use, you know, the homepage and then just write different things. You have to have a different URL for each one. So this one might be about us. This one might be how to give, you know, because you can give online now. And you would write something about um, donate here or how you can help or where how your money helps or something, you know, something like that. And then it's going to be that same URL. And same thing for the third one. It could be your children's ministry or volunteers. And um, so does that make sense on what site links are? Yeah, yeah. You use them all. And, and yeah, think of the different think of the different departments of your church yeah like you know if you adult ministry student ministry kids ministry sunday morning work you know um if there's a page on the website that you want people to make it to then you want to make a site link for it and then call outs is similar i i already have calls in here but this is more of kind of like a call to action it's basically you're going to click it and you just write something like get involved today or plan you know visit if, or yes exactly plan a visit or if it's easter or christmas like easter service or christmas eve for the family or something that's like catchy that's going to get people's attention um they're just extra ways again you i don't call outs you don't have to do 
site links, you have to do at least four. Um, but again, it's, then, it's an opportunity to take up more real estate on Google. So, you know, why, why not do it, you know? Right. So then when you come to the, to the budget, um, depending on how you set up your campaign, it's going to give you tons of random recommendations. Google loves to give you recommendations, but you're going to click set custom budget and you're going to put it, I would put it, you can do whatever you want, but I would do it at 329 because that is the maximum that you can do with Google. That if you spent 329 a day, you know, you've got 10,000 a month. So I would set your campaigns at 329 and then you're going to click next. And then it's going to review and go through and see if you have errors. And we probably do because I didn't set up the whole thing correctly. Or, well, I mean, I didn't do it to the end, but it, it's going to do this. See, checking for errors. And then if you do have an error, it shows you where it is and tells you to fix it. So, so that's at least nice. And then you hit review and then you publish it and you've just set up your first campaign. Woohoo. So that I'm going to stop sharing my screen. So <clears throat> once they've done that, now they, they do, you mentioned it requires a second ad group. So they've got to go back and do another ad group. Um, but again, just a little bit of variation there. Um, and, and, and then what we, we kind of sit back and watch. Yeah. So then, you know, Google has to learn and you, you kind of have, it, it can, it can be a, a slow game to kind of get the ball rolling, but, um, I would say set up as many campaigns as you're comfortable with, but wait and see. And then the thing is you have to, you have to stay at at least 5% click through rate, like for compliance. So you don't want to just, if you don't really know what you're doing, you don't want to set up all these things and then suddenly be like, well, shoot, I, you know, we're going to get the grant taken away. There's rules. You, I mean, there's so many things. I don't know how to not get in the weeds to tell you all, but. Well, and, and I, I got this question the other day when I was talking with someone, um, they were like, well, how long do we have to get to the 5% click-through rate? Because because it does take a minute to, to ramp these ads up, to dial them in, and 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 just get everything rocking and rolling. So I don't think Google, as far as I understand, Google doesn't come out and say, hey, you've got 90 days to get to a 5% click-through rate. No, There's obviously no. some kind of grace period. We don't really know what it is. So I don't think everybody needs to panic, but you do. It, it's you don't need to forget about it. You need to watch it. And so if a month has gone by and you're at like a, 2.7% click-through rate, then you're going to need to do something about it. So what does a poor click-through rate indicate? Like why, why does Google care about the click-through rate? What is a, a good click-through rate telling them about the ads that makes them happy? So the reason that they care is because it shows like the relevance of your ad and your campaign and your account. So because they're, they're giving you this free money, essentially, they want to make sure that it's being used in the best possible way. So a click-through rate is basically your ad was shown Somebody saw it and clicked on it because it was what they were looking for. So your ad is set up properly to whenever somebody Googled something, it was what they were looking for. Whereas if it's a bad or a low click-through rate, your campaign and your ads probably were not set up correctly. So there were things in there that made people click on your ad thinking it was what they were looking for. But at the end of the day, it wasn't what they were looking for. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think it's worth mentioning that like 5% is kind of a low number. I mean, when you think, if you're thinking like these days, like 5% interest rate, that's not bad, you know, these days. Um, 5% rate, you know, all, all the, 5% is a low number. 
Um, but in terms of click-through rate, national average across under other industries is like two and a half, three percent is is knocking it out of the park. You're doing good. So Google is is wanting you to get higher than the national average uh, click-through rate, and and so they're just kind of holding you accountable there. So it is a little bit of a of a tall order. It's not just like oh yeah, five percent. Who cares? That's that's easy. Uh, they want these ads to be good. Right. So you do you the do thing, watch. Yeah, and the other thing I should probably mention. I don't think I mentioned it last time is with the Google grant, you cannot have a keyword of just like one word. So if, you know, you can't just say church or it it has to be more than one. And, and that's the thing is there's keyword research. I probably should have really mentioned that to, to begin with, but you need to do keyword research on the next campaign. Obviously this one, we know what the keywords were, but that's what helps your ads have relevance. And that's what's making people click on them or not is what keywords you're using, because then that's what generates your ad to pop up. So that, that's a really important thing. Yeah. So figuring, yeah. What, what keywords do I put in that box there? And, and, and honestly, I mean, there, there's tools, we pay for tools, some, some fancy schmancy tools that make it easy for us. Um, but I think, you know, if you don't have the tools, honestly, a lot of what Google likes is really right under your nose. So, you know, when you start searching something on Google, what does Google do? It, it gives you, it starts populating, trying to read your mind. And when you search, you know, church in Atlanta, Georgia, well, you've, Google's going to show you a list of, of 10, 12 similar searches that also get searched when people type in church in Atlanta, Georgia. And so you can start pulling the keyword phrases just from from those auto-populated results directly there, right from Google. That's kind of poor man's uh, keyword research, uh, if you want to. Just, you know, it's a good place to get started. Yeah. Well, and the other one is actually in Google Ads yourself. There's a keyword planner, and it, it actually is really good. And it's free, and it's right there in your account, and everybody has access to it. So that that's those two resources would be really good. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, you want to go in there and, and add, um, add keywords. What about, what about negative keywords? Do we need to keep an eye on negative keywords? Is that really, does it matter since it's a grant? I mean, if you're spending money, if you're spending this money out of your pocket, you're a little bit more concerned about your ads showing up to people who aren't really looking for you because you don't want them clicking on your ads and wasting your money. But what, what about yeah, in this case? So, so yes, I mean, I think to start off worrying about negative keywords is it, that's something farther down the road. Once you have a lot of campaigns and once you're a little more comfortable, but just to start off, I would say you don't really need to worry about the negative keywords right away. A negative keyword being putting a keyword in there saying, um, Hey Google, if someone types this in, I don't want you to show my ad. Um, you know, for example, like, uh, I don't know if this is a national chain, but like churches fried chicken, like we, you don't want your, you, that might be an example of a negative keyword. We don't want your church ads popping up every time someone searches churches fried chicken. Maybe you do, but anyway, it's not going to be relevant. It's going to hurt your, it's going to hurt your click through rate. If people are searching for churches fried chicken, your ads are showing and they're seeing it. And, and, you know, every time your ad gets shown and not clicked on it, it drives your click through rate down a little bit. And then you know, the other thing that you want to make sure is you've got your click-through rate up. People are clicking and, and making it to the page. So now the thing to think about really is making sure that page that they're landing on has some good information, has some opportunity to um, 
take some action to sign up to plan a visit or to sign up for the special event. What you don't want is, yeah, just for every ad to maybe lead to the homepage. Um, and you don't want, if, if you've got like a plan a visit ad, make sure that plan a visit page looks really good and has, but it's not overly busy, but has everything that they need on there. Um, get the frequently asked questions answered. Don't just send them to the contact page really is what I have in mind. See, a lot of people do that. They, they, the plan a visit page, they don't want to send them to the homepage. So it goes to the contact page, which is a map and a contact us form, which just, you know, it doesn't feel very, no one is yeah. going to fill that form out. So, um, well, and Google is very serious, especially with the grant that your website is good and that it's relevant. I mean, it's like the, the word that is used the most in Google grant, I think is relevant. Make sure it's relevant. Your keywords, your website, that what your ad is saying that when it takes you to that page, it needs to be what your ad says. And you're right. And it needs to be clear. It needs that you, people aren't, Google doesn't want to see that somebody has to like dig for the answer that they thought they were getting. Like it needs to be right there. It needs to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Cool. Well, that I think is time to land the plane. That is, um, that is everything that we've got for you. Um, but thanks for watching. And uh, if you have any questions, go to our website, faithworksmarketing.com, or you can email us at hello at faithworksmarketing.com. Um, follow us on YouTube, follow us on social media, because we're always throwing out tips and making videos several times a week, uh, just giving out as much free advice as we possibly can, because a lot of you are doing a really good job on your own and just need a little encouragement. And, and we're here for you. Uh, we like to be an encouragement because we care about the local church. We want to see the churches grow and reach people. Uh, no one's trying to get rich over here, but we also realize that a few of you are going to say, Hey, um, I really want to do this and, and, but I don't have time to fool with it. I'd rather just hire FaithWorks. And if that's the case, hit us up. We would love to partner with you, uh, and, and, and help you out. But either way, we wish you the best and, um, we're praying for you and super thankful, uh, for your time. So keep doing what you're doing. Keep reaching people for Jesus and, uh, let us know if you need us. Thank you for listening. If you're looking for personalized suggestions to help grow your organization by reaching more people online, please email johnl at faithworksmarketing.com.